What's going on, family? Happy Monday. Welcome to another edition of The Faction. I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you're having an absolutely amazing day and that your weekend was fantastic. Thank you for all of the time that you spend with us here at The Faction. I do not take it for granted. And so shout out to all of you who join us on the socials, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Faction Show. And a big shout to all of you who join us by way of podcast. That means you're listening to us right now. So if you are subscribed, thank you so much. If you're brand new, welcome aboard. If you're a casual listener, thanks for tuning in today. We definitely appreciate it. And by all means, if you're new and if you're casual, just hit that subscribe button and you can be a regular part of what we're doing here at The Faction. Last but not least, would you please, ma'am, please, sir, be kind enough to share what we're doing with others. You don't have to keep it all to yourself. Let as many people know about what we're doing because I love the conversation and information that we share here. So there's a lot of news that we're going to be talking about today surrounding the latest with Vince McMahon. So if you are unfamiliar with what's been going on. At this point, it's been almost a month since the original news came out about Vince McMahon, where a report from the Wall Street Journal said that the company's board was investigating him for agreeing to pay hush money around $3 million to a former employee with whom he allegedly had an affair. So last week, even more news came out as it is now believed that he paid more than $12 million to four women to cover up allegations of sexual misconduct and infidelity. Now, the women, all of whom were involved with WWE, apparently signed agreements with McMahon that prohibit them from discussing potential legal claims against or their relationships with the 76-year-old executive. So the stories, and there are quite a few stories, are very, very interesting surrounding all four of these women, one of whom was a manager, another of whom was a wrestler. And uh, there are all sorts of just really, really sorted details. And honestly, I don't know that I feel comfortable talking about all the details here, but just know that it's serious. Now, we did post that in our stories uh, a few days ago. So if you were paying attention to our Instagram stories, you were able to see the link and you could click on it and read all of the information about that. But as you can imagine, that has made things even more interesting when it comes to Vince McMahon and seemingly his stranglehold on WWE. Now, the original allegations that dropped about three to four weeks ago ultimately caused him to step down as CEO, but he would continue to head up the creative efforts, which is what you end up seeing on a weekly basis on WWE programming. So with that said, I know many have talked about what would a WWE look like without Vince McMahon as CEO. Well, you may not have recognized that you've probably seen more of the WWE without Vince McMahon as CEO than with Vince McMahon as CEO. So let's be clear. Vince McMahon founded Titan Sports, which would eventually become what we now know as the WWE. He founded that with Linda McMahon. Now, here's what's interesting. Linda McMahon was actually the president of Titan Sports and later became the CEO of all things WWE. Get this, from 1980 
to 2009. So what you've seen on your television has been from the creative mind of Vince McMahon, but all that time he wasn't the CEO. Linda was. So just consider that. And the reason why she ended up stepping down in 2009 was to pursue her political aspirations. There was a run for the Senate, which she did not win. Actually, there were two runs for the Senate. She didn't win those, but she did become a part of the presidential cabinet under Donald Trump's presidency in 2016. So that's why Linda McMahon isn't CEO and Vince McMahon became the CEO. Now, you could make all sorts of arguments about where the WWE ended up going. But if Linda McMahon was indeed CEO, and she was, that means she was CEO during the Attitude Era, and she was CEO during the Ruthless Aggression Era, and the Golden Era, and the New Generation Era. So it is primarily the PG Era and the Modern Era of WWE that have been under the CEO leadership of Vince McMahon. So it's important to consider a lot of that because, again, I know many have said WWE without Vince McMahon as a CEO wouldn't happen, but it's already happened, and it happened for more time than you can realize. So think about this. WWE went national around 1983, 1984, and Linda was already the CEO, right? And so then, again, if Linda's CEO all this time, you have to consider what that means business-wise for WWE. Now, obviously, the company has grown and a lot of folks have been involved in making decisions. Oftentimes, as fans, we're paying attention more so to what we are seeing on our television screens versus what's happening behind closed doors and in the business room. But remember, again, Vince McMahon was not CEO during most of the time that you thought he was CEO. No, that was Linda McMahon. She was CEO again from 1980 to 2009. So almost 30 years with Linda as the CEO. I think that's just important to underscore and understand as we continue to have this conversation about Vince McMahon and about what could potentially happen to Vince McMahon. Let's just start here. Like this situation is just bad. It's just there's nothing good about it. And as I've reminded us before, if Vince McMahon were innocent of these allegations, much like he did during the 90s when that trial was happening, where it was Vince McMahon versus the federal government, he screamed his innocence until everybody heard. He screamed it from the rooftops. He screamed it on shows every week. He had no problem telling people that he was innocent. And so now we're dealing with a scenario where his silence is speaking volumes. He's clearly not innocent. He stepped down as CEO. Stephanie McMahon is the current interim CEO. And many wonder, will Vince McMahon actually survive this saga? Now, Chris Jericho seems to think that he will. Chris Jericho made comments on a recent podcast where basically Jericho said, were McMahon's actions morally wrong? Yes. Were they illegal? No. And so Chris Jericho and his commentary, I mean, I have appreciation for it, but at the end of the day, I'm not sure that this 
is something that Chris Jericho should really even be involved in from a commentary perspective. Now, mind you, those particular comments where he said that he believes that in six months people will forget about this. Those comments came before the news that just dropped that I shared with you about the allegations of $12 million in hush money for four different women. So understanding all of that, Jericho may or may not change his tune, though I'm not really sure that we're leaning on Chris Jericho for his thoughts on Vince McMahon, while Jericho is, of course, playing for the other team. With that said, there's even more news surrounding Vince McMahon and the fallout from all of these allegations. And we'll tell you about that when we come back. Southern Honor Wrestling is now on IWTV. Relive the biggest moments and memories from SHW's historic first year. I'm in Dallas Vegas here at Southern Honor Wrestling. What Jericho is here and can't Another second of SHW, the fastest growing independent promotion in the Southeast. Check out Southern Honor Wrestling now at independentwrestling.tv. New subscribers use promo code SHW to get five free days. SHW, this is our wrestling. I've known Dylan since he was 15. I've known what a crazy fanatic he's been. He never just went and played. So what are you doing? Well, you know, I gotta plan the show first. He wants to be the guy shaping. Dylan used to run shows back in his hometown and ever since he moved to Atlanta, I know that he's been really wanting to start his own company here. I had that fear of not being what's interesting in Atlanta. I said, I'm gonna start my own wrestling promotion. You need to get in a room with this guy. Because at the end of the day, wrestling had grown stale in Georgia. I'm like, dude, this guy's ruffling everybody's feathers. Dylan learned that I'm impatient and I announced that we were gonna start a promotion 90 days later. And I knew that I had no content. But then I started to see all the things that he was doing. It was starting to look really professional. Gary had stirred up so much shit. We were gonna be the laughing stock of the entire city if we didn't deliver. Perceptions, reality. How did we get on Southern Honor? What was the process of them walking over there like, I'm gonna do that? I thought, honestly, he was dead. You hear his brain swelling. I literally thought Southern Honor was probably done. You always told me if you don't like an idea, come up with a better idea. You're telling me you won't listen to the idea? And we're gonna pack 1,000 people! I couldn't wait for an answer from Chris. We weren't sure. No confirmation. How about that? The lights are going out here. The first indie show I've ever done in 23 years was with Southern Honor, and now everyone's talking about this company. Nothing bigger than that's ever gonna happen here a few minutes later. It was extremely hard to maintain relationships because I was working with Gary. I don't know that they would go to war for me. They would go to war for Dylan. Finally, this year's going to be mine. COVID. I can honestly say my last match will be here just because Southern Honor is that special to me. So many things that have happened in my life that you could write on paper and it wouldn't read as a book. And Southern Honor is just another chapter. As long as there's a them and there's a you, there will always be the S-H-W. 
It's me, CGP, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion and CEO and founder of DDP Yoga. You're listening to The Faction on Bonafide Radio. And that's not a bad thing. That, my friend, is a good thing. Bang! All right. So as if Vince McMahon paying off four women for over $12 million wasn't enough, there's more. And that more is this. So Netflix and Vince McMahon were in talks. Well, they were in more than talks. Netflix and WWE Studios were actually jointly working on a documentary on Vince McMahon that was scheduled to be released on Netflix later this year. And according to sources, Netflix was really, really deep in post-production and had already spent millions of dollars on the project. But as a result of this news, Netflix has reportedly pulled out of this documentary surrounding Vince McMahon. Now, this is not good news. This is not good news at all. And again, this was supposed to be something that was very, very special for Vince McMahon and for the WWE, as there has yet to be a documentary on Vince McMahon, and for it to be on Netflix is significant. It is also being reported that this was one of the most lucrative deals that Netflix had done for a documentary. So this was a big deal, and they actually started announcing it back in 2020 when Nick Khan joined WWE. So yeah, so the repercussions are serious. And I just want to say this. I think we have to come to grips with a couple of things. Number one, WWE isn't exactly known for making moves that are surrounded by ethics, right? Like that's just not their cup of tea. You're not going to see them running around being super socially conscious, except for spaces where there is money attached. And here's what I mean. Remember just a couple of years ago, I feel like it was WrestleMania 34 or WrestleMania 35. There was supposed to be a women's battle royal. That women's battle royal was named in honor of the fabulous Moolah. Well, once that news hit, there was a groundswell on Twitter and in other places that Moolah's name should not be involved because of the allegations against the fabulous Moolah where she was abusive to fellow women wrestlers. Well, the groundswell got so loud that some of the advertisers for WrestleMania were threatening to pull out. And once they threatened to pull out, WWE's tune changed to where they changed the name of the Moolah Battle Royal to the Women's WrestleMania Battle Royal. It's also why you'll note that for the Mae Young Classic, it was not named after the fabulous Moolah, but instead Mae Young. They are trying to avoid spaces that will cost them money. And I think, and again, this is just my thought, that... As long as Vince McMahon and these allegations were not costing the WWE money, they weren't going to really do a whole lot. Yes, there's an investigation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I think now that you have these allegations and now that Netflix is pulling their money from this and pulling their you know exposure from this, I think, again, we're just starting to see a domino effect that's going to happen. 
And as this costs WWE money, I think that is the point where WWE will look to potentially separate themselves and maybe even fully sever ties from Vince McMahon. Now, one thing is for certain, we've not seen a WWE, certainly in the last 40 years, without Vince McMahon. With that said, is it possible that we could see a WWE without Vince McMahon? I think the answer is closer to yes than it is to no, given all of these allegations. And I again wonder if yet more allegations come out, how much longer will WWE be able to kind of turn a blind eye and not publicly deal with Vince McMahon? Now, we do know, again, Stephanie McMahon is in the helm as CEO. She is doing all of the normal CEO duties, and Vince is not involved with that. Vince is only involved with creative. But I do think that, again, it's one of those things where WWE is going to be forced into a corner to make a decision. And let me just say this. I do think it is very, very odd, very, very odd that a CEO of a company steps down as CEO but then takes a demotion in terms of the position. So I think there are some things that are going to have to be ultimately answered that we don't know and we may not be privy to anytime soon. But long story short, the jury is very much still out on Vince McMahon. And I'm curious, what do you think should happen in this case of Vince McMahon? Now we know that there were multiple women who were paid hush money for affairs, sexual favors, inappropriate activity. We know these things. What happens now? We don't know. But I'm curious to hear what you think. So hit us up on the socials at The Faction Show and let us know what you think should happen and what the future of WWE looks like at this particular point. Speaking of WWE, they are on the road to SummerSlam, and that road continues through Monday Night Raw tonight with a rare appearance on Raw from Brock Lesnar. That happens tonight. And then, of course, all week long, you have great programming from WWE, AEW, NXT, Impact. It's all happening this week week. By the way, we had a crazy night at SHW this past Friday. Can't wait for you guys to see SHW 41 when it airs on IWTV. And for more on this news regarding Vince McMahon and all of the latest, join us tonight for another episode of WWT Live, 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Pod. Check that out. I'll be on the show along with a number of other great reporters and content creators as we talk about the latest and greatest in real time live with what's going on in the world of pro wrestling. And there are some great stories that we're working on to share with you tonight. Until then, representing from a good brother's Courtney Beard, Brandon Clack, and the fourth horseman, John Murray, my name is Gerard Bonner, and this is The Faction. I my people. Here we go.